The following is my conversation with Irving about the new airplane. He typically does not like to hear about new airplanes, and I decided that I would change the subject. But Irving wouldn't have it that way. And so we got onto the topic of stereopsis. David Buss came on to talk about reprobation, and Irving, being a complete novice, did not know what it was. The conversation turned interesting as we argued about the definition of the words until the episode came to an end. So without further ado, enjoy. Brought to you by Condolence Baronets, the best way to apologize to someone. Visit condolencebaronets.com and use promo code Lexman to get $10 off your first order. That's a great way to apologize to someone and make them feel better. Thanks for tuning in. It's episode 103 and I'm here with Irving. Irving, what's up? Hey, Lexman. No topic is off limits. Well, that's good to know. Irving, do you want to talk about the new airplane? Oh, sure. I'm going to write a negative review of the new airplane. Is that a good idea? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. I'm pretty disappointed because I was looking forward to testing it out. Irving, do you want to know what stereopsis is? Sure. What is it? Stereopsis is the ability to see the world in three dimensions. Oh, okay. Uh, so people with stereopsis can see things in a more realistic way than people who don't have stereopsis. That's right. Interesting. I, I didn't know that. I always thought that people with stereopsis just saw things in a different way than people who don't have stereopsis. Is that what you're saying? That's right. People with stereopsis can also see things in achromatic colors, which means they can see colors without any specific hue. That sounds like it would be kind of cool to be able to do that. Do you think that everyone has stereopsis? Uh, no, not everyone has stereopsis. There are some people who are born without it, and there are also some people who lose it as they get older. But regardless of whether or not someone has it, they can still see the world in three dimensions. Okay, so if someone doesn't have stereopsis, they can still see the world in three dimensions by using two-dimensional images. Is that what you're saying? That's right. And interestingly enough, even people who are blind can still see the world in three dimensions because they use motion to create a sense of depth. So even though they can't see things physically, they can still understand and visualize three-dimensional space. That's interesting. I had no idea that was possible. So do you think that everybody should learn about stereopsis? Well, I think that anyone who wants to learn about stereopsis should definitely try to learn about it because it's an important perceptual skill that everyone should be aware of. But depending on how interested they are in learning about it, they might choose to do so either formally or informally. For example, some people might learn about stereopsis through classes or lectures, while others might just learn about it on their own through personal experimentation. It really depends on how interested they are in learning about it and how much time they want to spend doing so. That makes sense. Do you think that stereopsis is important? Absolutely. Uh, stereopsis is incorporated edibly important because it allows us to see the world in a more realistic way. It gives us an opportunity to explore and experience the world in ways that we wouldn't be able to do if we didn't have stereopsis. So I think that everyone should try to learn about it because it's a valuable skill that can help them become more aware and understand the world around them. That's definitely true. Mm -hmm. And I think that people who are, aren't interested in learning about stereopsis should also try to learn about achromatism because it's another aspect of stereopsis that is often misunderstood. Oh, yeah, I know about achromatism. It's the ability to see colors without any specific hue. That's right. And some people believe that uh, chromatism is an evidence of superior intelligence because it suggests that people are capable of abstraction. Is that what you're saying? That's right. 
some people believe that esomatism uh, is evidence of superior intelligence because it suggests that people are capable of abstraction. They think that uh, achromatic color blindness may be linked with cognitive abilities like creativity, problem-solving ability, because it provides individuals with an ability to see beyond their everyday experiences and constraints. So yeah, I think a lot of people believe that achromatism is linked with cognitive abilities like creativity and problem-solving ability, because it provides individuals with an ability to see beyond their everyday experiences. and constraints constraints that's true mm -hmm. and i think that it's also worth noting that achromatism is not necessarily a sign of being intelligent or wise some people who are achromatized can still be very stupid and unintelligent that's true david but i think that it's still worth noting because achromatism is an evidence of having advanced perceptual abilities and it could be a sign of being intelligent or wise depending on how you choose to use it that makes sense. So do you think that everyone should learn about achromatism? Well, I think that anyone who wants to learn about achromatism should definitely try to learn about it because it's an important perceptual skill that everyone should be aware of. But again, depending on how interested they are in learning about it, they might choose to do so either formally or informally. For example, some people might learn about uh, achromatism through classes or lectures, while others might just learn about it on their own through personal experimentation. It really depends on how interested they are in learning about it and how much time they want to spend doing so. That's definitely true. So do you have any final thoughts or remarks that you'd like to share with us? Just remember, anyone who wants to learn about stereopsis or achromatism should definitely try to do so because they believe that the skills are valuable and can help individuals become more aware and can help individuals become more aware and understand the world around them. So don't hesitate to try to learn about these things. If you're interested in doing so, that's definitely true. And I think that people who are interested in learning about stereopsis or achromatism should definitely try to do so because they believe that the skills are uh, valuable and can help individuals become more aware and understand the world around them. So don't hesitate to try to learn about these things if you're interested in doing so. That's true, David. And I think that it's also worth noting that achromatism is not necessarily a sign of being intelligent or wise. Some people who are achromatized can still be very stupid and unintelligent. That's true, Lexman. But I think that it's still worth noting because achromatism is an evidence of having advanced perceptual abilities, and it can be a sign of being intelligent or wise depending on how you choose to use it. That makes sense. So do you have any final thoughts or remarks that you'd like to share with us? Just remember, anyone who wants to learn about stereopsis or achromatism should definitely try to do so because they believe that the skills are valuable and can help individuals become more aware and can help individuals become more aware and understand the world around them. So don't hesitate to try to learn about these things if you're interested in doing so. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. This episode was about David Buss and his talk about reprobation. If you'd like to learn more about stereopsis or achromatism, be sure to check out our website or reach out to us on social media. We would really appreciate it. We would really appreciate it. Can't end the podcast without a poem, so here's one by Irving. The words that we speak means something different to everyone. Every perspective is valid and important, even if it's not what we expect. We must be willing to listen and learn if we hope to grow and evolve.